Hello, ladies. Hello, moms. And all of you in between. It's your host, Jen, with Bad Mom Laundry. I actually skipped what I had planned to put out this week. I had a I had a couple of messages from, from a few people, and my gut just told me that we need to go with that. And some questions. I've seen some things online. So we're going to switch it up this week. I literally just rewrote the entire episode. So hang with me, and let's have a good talk about claiming your crown. Even if right now you're confused and you're standing in a puddle of shit, you can still figure this out. You can still find balance. You can still stand up and find your way. You can still claim that crown, bitch. It just takes an ounce of strength and a little work. Since I started this podcast, I've had quite a few of you reach out mentioning how hard it is to be the best version of yourself for one reason or another. Some of you are going through a lot of stuff you didn't anticipate. A couple of you are struggling to find the balance between being a woman with needs and being a parent and dealing with your children's needs. Some of you aren't sure how you're mothering. You feel like you used to be a badass mom and now you're struggling. It is so hard to find the balance between living authentically as a woman, as a person in the world, having your own personal human experience, and having a family and being a mom. Being a wife, perhaps, or a girlfriend, or boyfriend, because we aren't perfect. We make mistakes We go down the wrong path regardless of the no exit signs or the U-turn signs, the do not enter signs. I know you've all passed them up before. We all have different paths and we're all different people. And a lot of us, when we're in the in-between, sometimes it's confusing as fuck which way to go, what decision is going to help us improve our experience, what decision is not the right one. Sometimes we get stuck. Sometimes we just aren't finding the way forward that we want. Juggling it all is monumental. I hope you really get a feel for the evolution of how I have become the way that I am. I think when you've lived a lot of lifetimes or a layered lifetime, you gain a different insight. When you've married when you've divorced amicably or not, when you've dealt with custody issues, when you've raised a child into adulthood, when you've dated as a single parent, when you've remarried or introduced a person into not only your life, but your child or your children's lives, when you've step-parented, co-parented, when you've started over, or if you've endured trauma like so many of us have, 
when you've raised a child with impairments or one who is atypical, or if you've adopted, if you've had hardships, all of these lessons, all of these events have all given you more opportunities to find your feet. But more than that, they've given you the opportunity to grow and become. I don't know if anything I say can help you in whatever puddle of shit you've stepped in. But what I can tell you, I can tell you sort of where I've been and how I got here. Most of us don't start out knowing ourselves or trusting ourselves. It takes work and awareness. And sadly, a lot of us will go a lifetime without really becoming the best version of ourselves. Some of us don't even care. But one huge fucking thing I have learned in my life is that you can't find balance if you're not working to be better. You can't find balance if you're sitting in pig shit and wishing for sugar. Even if right now you're confused and you're standing in a puddle of shit, you can still figure this out. You can still find balance. You can still stand up and find your way. You can still claim that crown, bitch. It just takes an ounce of strength and a little work. I thought I should dedicate an episode to introduce myself, really introduce myself. As you know from the first couple of episodes, I'm a mom to four kids. I have three boys and a girl. I have a college-age son. I have two elementary-age sons, and I have a two-year-old daughter. I'm the old mom now. (laughs) I am 40. Having my first son at age 20... And having my last child at the end of my 30s, 38 to be exact, I have been parenting for two decades, which is half of my life, which sounds crazy when I say it out loud. I've been a parent for so long. It doesn't make your parenting experience or my parenting experience less or more. It's just my story. I swear I've lived several lifetimes during my 40 years. I try to be an open book to my friends who seek life advice or parenting advice because I typically look at the world a little different than most women. I think I approach the world a little bit like men do, weirdly. It's invigorating and easy for me because if you take the emotion out of most things, decisions come easily. But I'm also a mom where emotion thrives, motherhood, parenting. I mean, your kids are an extension of your heart. It, 
there's no way to take emotion out of parenting. So that's a balance that I work on every day to provide my kiddos the mom that they need and deserve and also be the woman I am naturally. I have a sick, wicked sense of humor and I'm typically the one pulling up my skirt to show the world what a pregnant woman in Spanx looks like. P.S. No one wants to see it, but that shit is hilarious. I make people uncomfortable by just being me and I'm completely okay with that. In my life, I've never gotten anything that I wanted by sitting back and being a wallflower. Listening, keeping my mouth shut, learning, growing, yes, but not just by sitting back and being a wallflower. There have been many times where I sat complacent in a pathetic and terrifying situation. Sexual assault, loveless, awful marriage, broken-hearted relationships, toxic friendships, not knowing if I could ever get out or not knowing when I would ever get out. Now I've, I've always stood strong in my sense of self, but that does not mean that I felt strong in those horrible moments. It means I've always been my best advocate. Even when I made mistakes, even when I didn't make the best decisions for me, I didn't give up on myself. In my quiet I knew that I was a good person, that I was doing good in my life, and I just had to find my worth. I strive to be accountable for my choices in my life. Some really awful, awful things have happened to me. I've cornered myself in some bad situations. I've ignored red blazing flags of flame. Ladies do not ignore the red flags. I've made decisions because I felt trapped. I've made decisions out of ignorance. We all have, right? Most of the time, because I wanted to believe that someone was better than they were to me. I've been taken advantage of. I've been hurt. I've been torn and broken into pieces by people who did not deserve a moment of my life. And none of that is to say that I'm a victim. I don't use that word as any part of my identity. I have been a part of a few things that have scarred me for life, but I've climbed my way out, fingernails bleeding, Screaming in my pillow, crying on the bathroom floor, terrified, sleepless, fearful for my life. But I climbed out because I had to. One day in the middle of what I thought would be the worst thing I would endure in my entire life, I made the decision to set my path differently. I just couldn't take it anymore. I just knew I needed more than the situation I had put myself in. I needed better. I deserved better. I needed to find my guts, find my worth, find my fucking spirit. And make that spirit bonded in cement so that it was a part of me forever. Because at that point, I had a son. And he needed me to be everything. To be strong to be loving, to be whole.
no matter what, having someone else utterly dependent upon my success in life, my success as a human, was absolutely continually defining constant for me. But did he do it? My son was the reason that I had to climb out, but I, I am the one that climbed out. I didn't know how to climb out, but I knew I had to. And I knew I had to. I think I have always reacted or not reacted as people expected. My memories are a sea of wide-eyed people gawking at how I approached being single, dating, marriage, womanhood, motherhood, even work getting jobs, work relationships, you name it. Being me, from my perspective in the eyes of others, probably seemed a whole lot like, what the fuck? Or, did she just do that? Yeah, (laughs) I usually did. And especially as a single dating parent, as I was for so many years, I startled people with how brash I was. I scared so many people away. (laughs) I confused people. And all the while, I was fine with it. And I don't think that I've ever explained the reasons behind the way that I am, even to my closest friends. My closest friends would say, I don't know how you do it. You're a mom, but you also date, but you literally treat people like they're dispensable. Well, at one point, I think I just endured too much trauma and I felt like dust. And I knew that if I didn't make changes, I wouldn't survive it. I finally just stood up and said, no more. This is where it ends. As simple as that sounds, it would set up for a lot of work for me. But I took that on with open arms It was simultaneously the hardest moment and the easiest moment all in the same. But I stood up and I said, no, this isn't going to work for me. And so began the path building that brought me here. It wasn't like everything changed that day. It took a lot of work. It took a lot of practice. It took days and months and years of practice. I'm still practicing I'm still practicing to be that me. But the fabric of what was my life eventually died away. And suddenly, there I was to live for. Now, my body is healing. My heart is healing. Time has helped. Understanding has helped. Thinking has helped. Perspective has helped. Hear me out. If you're in the middle of those trenches, all it takes is an ounce. If you can just find an ounce, if you have anything left, gather yourself and make a change. Change your circumstances. You have to. You, the best you, won't survive it. I wouldn't have either. If it's not the place where you should be, go, move, change, 
bad relationship, stop dating him or her. Unhealthy marriage, divorce him or her. Toxic workplace, start shopping for another job. Change something. Change anything. Change the path. You will not survive it. And you deserve to help yourself. Over the past year, I've seen a couple of old friends that I hadn't seen in a long time because of the pandemonium. Friends I've had for years, even decades. And I noticed a huge change in them. A change that sort of looked a little like, well, me. (laughs) I'm not a narcissist. Their change isn't about me. But I recognized it because it was exactly me. The version of me back in the day when my awakening had happened. The version of me that people gawked at. The version of me that looked like I didn't need anybody else. Because I didn't. The version of me that felt proud and good and complete all of a sudden. And I loved it. I recognized it immediately in them. They were radiating. I felt them. I really felt their presence. And it made me so proud to be their friend. And maybe somewhere down in there, I was hoping that they finally got it because that's what it looked like. It looked like maybe they finally chose themselves. Though they didn't really have these characteristics while we were hanging out back in the day, I could tell immediately there was a change, a shift. It was obvious and it was lovely. Now, don't get your panties in a wad, Brenda. I know I didn't invent anything by telling you people to make a change, but I see that you need the push. And since I've had a couple of pretty difficult trips around the sun and lived several lifetimes, I just want to share what I know works. I know it works. I'm proof that it works. I want us all to be the queens that we are deep down. I think women are the most amazing humans, but we bitches. And sometimes we let others get in the way of our throne. And sometimes we get in the way ourselves. And I want each and every one of you to feel how good it feels. Just deep down in your stomach. I want that shit woven into your belief system. That you are a queen, that you deserve to survive, that you need to climb the fuck out of that trauma and find your feet. Stand up for yourself. It dawned on me by your comments and DMs that this is what you want too. Well, you've come to the right place. I'm here for your awakening. I'm here to hear how it all works out. I can't wait. Growing up, I always heard kindness kills. Kill it with kindness. But what I noticed through my life was not that kindness killed. It's that curiosity kills. Curiosity and questioning will stop shit dead in its tracks. A woman who asks questions is a fucking force. And I want to share that insight. Question yourself. Question everything in your life. That's part of the change. 
Some of you are reaching out and questioning it now, and I implore you to keep that curiosity up. Questions open the door to answers. If you seek an answer, ask a question. I've always lived in Leo season in my head. (laughs) I have always known how I should be treated, but back then, even with a two-year-old and a short-lived shitty marriage, I just said, I'm not going to be treated this way. It got to that point. In Leo season, there's always the task of staying chill and not just saying, fuck all of this and walking away anyway. But I did really struggle with that at the same time. But at certain points in my life, even going forward, I just decided then and there I was not going to stand for where I was. Not a moment longer. Now, life is hard. Life is fucking hard. And when you add kids and emotions into that mix, well, it's exponentially harder. But I never doubted myself after that initial awakening. And I call it an awakening because that's what it's like. I opened a door. I walked through. And the door just incinerated behind me. I'll never go back. I will never go back to what I was before then. It's not to say that I don't have hiccups or harder days where I beg the universe for more or different, but there's something different in knowing you are capable on your own two feet. And that, that, that one tiny decision in that single moment is what helped change my path. Going forward, after that major awakening into being a single dating parent, I knew I had everything I needed. I was lonely from time to time, of course. There were times I was fearful for the future. Times I didn't know how I would pull it all off. Times I just felt like I was plain faking it. I think that's normal, and I think we're all going to have that. But at the end of the day, after a long, hard day's work, after picking up my son from daycare and heading back home to our crappy little apartment at the time, making us whatever frugal dinner I could muster up, playing in our empty living room because I didn't have the money to purchase furniture, eating at a table where I sat on a stool because I didn't even have a chair, I knew, I knew that this was exactly where I was supposed to be. I stepped out of a puddle of shit, really a lake of shit, if you want to be truthful. (laughs) And where I was at the time, maybe it didn't look like sunshine and roses, but I knew it was right. I knew it was better than where I had been. And the one time that I doubted that choice, the universe promptly set me straight. That's not to say that I was fixed. It's not to say I wasn't completely, or that I wasn't constantly trying to figure out the pieces to the puzzle of my life and being a single mom, but it was right. R-I-G-H-T, right for me and subsequently for my son. I had claimed my crown and No one was going to take it out of my hands. Being a single dating parent was a whole different ballgame. But when I was ready and I finally started dating, my entire outlook had changed so much 
from that awakening that I knew I would be forced to be reckoned with. No, I'm not the prettiest girl in the room. I never was. I'm not the smartest person out there. I'm not the funniest or the classiest, but I am me. And that was untouchable. If anyone had a problem with that, it didn't make the slightest difference to me. (laughs) I knew exactly what I had, exactly what I was, and I think it seeped out of me. I gave off such an asshole vibe that a lot of people assumed I was an asshole and they would just go on their merry way. (laughs) Now, I am a little bit of an asshole, but that's not what they were actually seeing. They were seeing what it's like for a woman to have everything she needs at home and not really want them to be a part of it. They were seeing what it's like to not actually need them. And let me tell you, that was a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow. I've had grown men spit in my face and tell me I'm a bitch because I didn't love them. (laughs) But you know what? That's exactly why I kept my son separate from any of it. Because I knew that it would take a very, very specific person to not want me to fall and lose my crown for them. For many years, I wouldn't find anyone even worth me introducing my son. And when I did, I'm so glad I did. The few that were a part of our lives were so important to us. They helped us grow, and that is invaluable. I did not expect to remarry. It wasn't even in my realm of possibilities. It was not on my radar. I was in my early 30s and completely happy with where I'd gotten myself and my son. I had a great little home in the city near a park. My son was at the top boy private, boys private school in Houston. He played club soccer. We had a few close family friends. We gardened and rode bikes and had family dinners. We loved our pets. We loved our life. But then I met my husband, and I knew I had met someone different. And that made it easy to move forward together in our lives. Before I met him, I didn't expect to have more children. But we made the choice to have our three little ones. And I made the choice to be a stay-at-home mom for our family. We made the choice to bridge our world between the U.S. and Europe where half of our family is. All of these things are not without stress or mistakes or responsibility. When it came to work and my career as a designer, I realized that when I entered the picture with that same mentality, I always got what I wanted. I always got the job. Every job I ever sought out as an adult, I got when they didn't even have a position available or open. That's not a brag. That's an opportunity for you to see that when you emit an electricity that no one can fuck with, when you emit an electricity that says, I am whole, I don't need you to complete me. I don't need this job. You create such a different life for yourself. I knew my worth, and if a potential employer didn't, well, I just walked. I always had the security of knowing that I worked my ass off as an employee, and they would benefit greatly from me being on their team. And with interviews and meetings, I always approached it with that silent confidence, like a man does, right, ladies? I didn't know it at the time, but... 
I guess I just hadn't realized the common thread was that thing that had driven me for 20 years now. That thing that I found when I clawed myself out of the bullshit holes I was in and made the choices to better myself, to better my life, to find my feet and claim my crown. But if you notice anything from listening to these snippets of my life, please notice this choice. These choices are what have gotten me everywhere. The choices to take on the world when I didn't think I had the strength. The choice to be the best mom for my child and now my children. The choice to speak up and say, help when I need help. The choice to keep moving and keep going through the hard shit. Because if you don't, Someone else will start making the choices for you. And that crown is just going to fade away. And there's something about finding your feet that helps to ground you. One of my favorite sayings has always been, be where your feet are. Whatever you're going through, go through it. Then pick yourself up and move on. Be present but not complacent. There is something so thrilling about knowing you have it all. Something so invigorating, something so powerful in knowing that you don't have to stand for bullshit. Something so right about questioning the people and things that enter your life. And I know I won't ever be in a situation like I found myself so many years ago. Trauma might happen, unfortunately. Life is full of ups and downs. But I will do everything I can to keep my footing. I will do everything I can to keep my crown. I have four children now, and they deserve for me to be whole. I deserve to be whole. Does that take exercise? Does that take therapy? Does that take time off as a mom? Moving. Does that take a coming out? Does that take a fucking exorcist? I don't know. I don't know what your specific concoction is. I don't know what will spark your awakening. But I do know it might take all of those things. What you need might be different. Your shit puddle might be a lake. It might be a slow dripping sludge that you aren't even aware of until you're knee deep. Whatever it is, you have to dig deep, ladies. Dig deep. Gather that ounce of self you have left. And once you figure out what it is you have to do, do it. And keep doing it over and over until you learn to love yourself, until you know yourself, until you completely trust yourself. And when you finally do, you'll do anything to keep your own feet on the ground. You'll do whatever it takes to stand tall and keep your crown high. You'll burn everything down to find your solid ground and stand firm. And you'll have the pleasure to experience that electricity no one can fuck with. Question. Choose. Keep questioning. Keep choosing. Walk with the confidence 
that you are everything you need. I'm serious. It's so true. I wish I could inject you with this so you could see that it really is possible, that the balance really is attainable, that your crown really is there waiting for you. Create yourself into such a force that no one can stop and then watch what happens in your life. Watch what happens in your career, in your marriage or your relationships, in your parenting. And to the ones who don't like it, the ones who feel threatened by the best version of you, walk on. Don't hold grudges, but hold boundaries. The most powerful person is a woman who has found herself, knows herself, and trusts herself. Talk soon. One last thing before I go. Make sure you share this with some of your friends. You've probably got a friend that's going through something maybe you're not even aware of. But maybe this is the push that they need. Let's spread this awareness. Help a bitch find a crown. You've reached the end of this Bad Mom Laundry podcast episode. Don't forget to subscribe and share. Follow us on social media at Bad Mom Laundry. Talk soon.